Today's show is brought to you by AdamandEve.com. Go to AdamandEve.com right now and you'll get 50% off just about any item. All you have to do is enter the code word GLORY, G-L-O-R-Y, at checkout. Be advised that this show is not for children, the faint of heart, or the easily offended. The explicit tag is there for a reason. Recording live from Gloriole Studios and beyond, this is Cognitive Dissonance. Every episode we blast anyone who gets in our way. We bring critical thinking, skepticism, and irreverence to any topic that makes the news, makes it big, or makes us mad. It's skeptical, it's political, and there is no welcome mat. This is episode 566 of cognitive dissonance, Cecil. Cecil. Yeah. Nothing really terrible happened all week. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> Cecil, uh, Cecil, yeah, some yeah. good news. Some good news, actually. I don't, I was, I was thinking, because, you know, we always, the last several years. Yeah, the last year. Every week we least. come on, every week, and it's yeah. like, what fresh hell oh. is there to offer? Exactly. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And, and I, I was thinking about that this morning, and I was like, I I mean, like, the Johnson & Johnson vaccine got approved, like, that, or, yeah. or is on the cusp of being approved, and it was shown to be effective, and it's effective against some of the variants that the other vaccines yeah. are less effective variants, on. Yeah. And yeah, I was seeing, I was, I saw, I saw the news about boosters, how they're already planning on boosters and they have these ideas for how to make boosters more effective against some of these other variants. I saw other good news this week where they were showing that a lot of the different, uh, places all over the United States, the, the number of new cases are dropping pretty dramatically, uh, throughout the United States. Many of the places across the United States are green. So many of the states are green, meaning that in Illinois, they dropped over a thousand new cases. There was less, a thousand less new cases in a That's week. That's amazing. It was 2,700 and 1,700 this week. And so it's like, you know, it, it, I, I don't know if that's a day or if they're talking about, you know, if that's, I don't, I don't know exactly how it works, but you know, I mean, I, I don't, I actually tried not to get involved in the stat stuff <laughs> for all this stuff. Cause it's just, it's a rabbit hole where you just fucking feel really shitty afterwards. So I don't want to <laughs> do it for this, but, but it was one of those moments. And, and there's a lot of that coming out. There's, there's word coming out about vaccines uh, and, and the way that they are uh, people in the population are now starting to become less and less sick because of them and because of measures we've put in place that have helped protect people. So I think it's all it's good. So good. It's news. like all good yeah, stuff. I, there was, I, I read it. I read a great article in the times about how the Pfizer vaccine is already having a dramatic impact in the UK yeah. that nursing home yeah. deaths and infections are actually, they're declining at a rate that is outpacing the rate of decline in the general population, which is amazing. Cause that's one of the yeah. most vulnerable yeah. populations. Yeah. It's like, I didn't know what to complain about, Cecil. I wasn't. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, I haven't been ass clenchingly scared for like seven or eight days. It's amazing. At, at, gee, at this rate, Cecil, my hemorrhoids are going to heal. Are you fucking kidding? <laughs> <laughs> 
Let's not go no, too I far. Not really good. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it's been a whole year of clenching. For crying out loud. Have you ever heard the fable of the scorpion and the frog? What? The scorpion wants to get across the river, so he asks the frog to carry him across. But the frog's like, "Well, what's in it for me?" And the scorpion's like, "All right, how about five bucks?" And the frog says, "Make it twenty." Scorpion's like 10. The frog goes, all right, fine, 15. And Scorpion's like, all right, fine, 15. And halfway across the river, the frog feels this terrible pain on his back and the scorpion stung him, you know? And the frog's like, well, what the hell? We're both gonna drown now. And they both did. What the hell is the point of that story? So this story comes from the New York Times. Democrats' big tent helped them win. Now it threatens Biden's agenda. So this is a real interesting and a, and a it's an interesting article. It's a bummer of an article. Um, really, for like a hot minute, the moderates and the progressives came together, right? They, they came together yeah. and they fucking, they did the fucking handshake where one hand is above the other hand and they fucking kumbaya and they fucking beat their fucking bongo drums and they had a little circle yeah. and yeah. it was beautiful. And then they, cause I mean, you had to defeat Trump. If there was ever, yeah. if was there was a, ever a rallying cry that moderates and, was, and progressives could get behind, it was, can we just end fascism and then fight amongst yeah. ourselves? I feel the same way. I felt like, you know, when we were watching all that happen, there was a lot of people with a bad taste in their mouth about Biden, but they were willing to do it just to get rid of Trump. They were willing yeah. to say, fucking fine, let's just get rid of Trump. And there's a lot of people who I watch and who I listen to and who are, you know, very progressive, very far left that I that I I think I I glean some good ideas from that I I agree with and say, yeah, I was kind of on that boat too. I was like, you know what? There's a lot of people I wanted more. In fact, I want to say everybody but Marion said I wanted more than Klobuchar. Biden. No, yeah. okay, I'll take All that right. back. Any, anybody but Marion Wilson <laughs> Klobuchar, I wanted more than Biden. But it was like, when it comes down to it, at the end of the day, Biden was better than anything else that the right was going to offer us, right? Biden Massively was better than because the right was just offering fucking Trump. And so it made sense. But at the same time, there was a lot of promises made and a lot of ways in which that they tried to coax that vote from me and from other progressives. You know, I definitely think when we think about progressive policies, one of the things we've got to, I think that the way the Democrats are going to lose and the way the Democrats are going to, are going to shoot themselves in the foot is by not going after the most popular things that most people in the United States want right now. And when you think about what the most important things are, most people want Medicare for all. And it's not by a, it's, it's by like a over large 60%. margin. Yeah. Medicare for all in the United States is 69%. But can we pause real quick and 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 talk about not that, but the 69% problem. Part of the problem in this country is our electoral college problem. If you yeah. wonder why 69% is not an overwhelming majority, remember that Things don't get done because most people, most people in most of the country want it. It it has to matter. Location matters. So if you're if you're a representative, if you're a senator, if you're a House of Representatives representative, it, it this is hyper geographical. 
So it doesn't scale out in the same way because most people live in New York and California and a handful of other places where population density. And it's, it's Cecil, it's, it's so fucking frustrating because these little tiny geographies rather than the bulk of the population drag us down. They Absolutely. make it, they are part of the reason that we are not going to get things that are overwhelmingly numerically popular because they're popular at a statistical high level, 30,000 feet level, but all right. the decisions get made at this fucking insanely hyper parochial level. But in this case, you have all the pieces in place to pass, hopefully, more progressive things because you, you don't need any of that stuff right now, right? So right now you have the House, you have the presidency, and if you get fucking mansion and fucking cinema on board for one fucking thing, you can get all the people in the Senate to, to vote along with one vote. So you technically have the votes. And several of these places across the country want some of these very progressive things. For instance, Arkansas uh, last year, maybe two years ago, they passed a minimum wage law down there. Yeah. They passed the minimum wage law. They raised their minimum wage to, uh, I want to say it was like $11 an hour or something like that. So there's there's uh, there's people in the United States that are, there, and it's not just them. Florida did the same thing. Seattle. Yeah, Missouri. 62% of Missouri voters approved an initiative to raise the federal rate to $12 an hour. Arkansas, 68% of their voters voted for $11 an hour. And uh, Democrats, it said Democrats struggled in Florida, but in November... Uh, 60% of voters did a $15 uh, uh, dollar an hour wage by 2026 in Florida. So you're talking about states that are that have Demo that have Republican leadership, that have Republican leaders. But if you're doing things for those people that they want, and they clearly want that, right? Minimum wages, yep. that's a progressive policy. Yep. So is Med Medicare for all is too, but you have all progressives in there. There's a bunch of other progressive policies that are overwhelmingly Wanted by the public. 84% of Americans want paid maternity leave. 84%. Yep. That's bigger than, you know, these what? tiny yep. little silos of people. It's just bigger than yep. that. 74% want government-funded health care. 57% want college, free college tuition for state schools. Hell, even universal basic income has a 28% approval rating across the country. You're talking about these are all hyper progressive policies, and if you looked at this as in a in a in a strategic sense and said, you know what, we're going to put these things up, and you know what, Tom, they're not going to pass. No, nope. they're not going to they're not going to pass. No, nope. but you know what, you get to do in t in 2002, you get to go back to all those constituencies where all those people in that area wanted those things. And they got to crawl on the carpet and tell everybody why they didn't get those things. Why didn't you pass those things? I feel like America is so used to not getting what America clearly wants. Like 64% of Americans support gun control laws. 64% based on a 2017 study, a Pew Research study. 64% like, are, are in support of stricter gun control laws and we never passed them. We never do. It's we so never fucking try. frustrating. We never try. Yeah. We never try. We don't even we do try. Americans are overwhelmingly numerically in support of these things. I think, I, I, I don't know what the answer to this problem is because you get, you know, I do think part of the problem is you get this, this one House of Representatives guy and he represents a 
more conservative district. And so you got to fucking whip his votes because they don't all fucking necessarily vote on party lines. And then, you know, you got to get the fucking Senate. You got to end this fucking filibuster. Otherwise, everything is still, you still got to get the, the support of at least 10 of the fucking Republicans or break the fucking filibuster. So even controlling the Senate doesn't necessarily mean much of anything except for that you can call a vote on it unless you break the filibuster. Can you filibuster it, the vote on the filibuster? <laughs> I don't know. And like <laughs> Mansion won't. That would be so fucking funny. That would be so great. Like we're gonna we're gonna break we're gonna the filibuster. <laughs> we request a filibuster. There's, there's one Wait, guy just reading the fucking newspaper or whatever. Everybody in there. And now I shall read green eggs book. and ham. Oh god! But like so the whole ridiculous. system. It's so clearly, your point is so well taken. The system does not support the will of the people. And it doesn't no. support the will of the people for so many structural reasons. The, the, you, you can have things that have 60 and 70% support. And it might not matter because like, you might get fucking a guy like Manchin who represents a more conservative district in fucking Western Virginia. West Virginia, sorry. Wherever, doesn't fucking matter. Fucking a coal state. You know, whatever. And so is he going to go along with the rest of the party? Maybe on some things, maybe not on others. All of a sudden, that motherfucker has become one of the most important men in America. Somehow, some fucking moderate Democrat from fucking West fucking Virginia has become one of the most powerful men in all of America just because he's got the cock block vote. Yeah, because he's got his he's the one yeah, vote. Yeah. He's he's more important than than Kamala Harris. Yeah, for sure. He's more important for sure. You got to convince him because she's going to vote for this stuff. There's no way. I mean, of course she's going to vote for this stuff. Get the hell out of here. She's not going to do the fucking like Roman thumbs down from <laughs> up there. Are you kidding me? All they, she wants all this stuff. And the thing is, is like, Tom, 48 Democrats want pretty much all this stuff too. And constituents for many of the Republicans want this yeah. stuff too. And you know what you got to do? And I think this is, you know, it's playing dirty, but the Republicans for years made abortion a wedge issue. I think you've got to start making these things wedge Dude, issues. Thank you. I Where you're I completely just going yep. and you just say, you know what? We're not talking about anything else because you walk into one of these fucking town halls with Marjorie Taylor Greene or any of these other fucking yahoos with their fucking boots on and their big hats and their fucking big buckles and they're all sitting there. You walk into there and you say, you just look into the mic, you clear your throat and you say, they're coming to take your guns. And they will cheer and yep. scream and yep. vote you in. Yep. That's all you got to say. Yep. Or they're killing babies, right? Those two fucking things that they say, they're killing babies, they're, 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 they want to take your guns, that will immediately energize an entire population to go out and vote. It will energize an entire population. Well, guess what? You could energize those same people if you turn these into your wedge issues. It's a wage issue. It's different. Yeah, well, it's a wedge. wedge wage. <laughs> Do you it's think the Democrats wedge. have the skill to create a wedge issue, a social wedge issue? I the, don't the, know. The Republicans have the advantage of the church, right? And the yeah, and the, right. the churches are on the side, and that's such a powerful social dynamic. And I wonder if the Democrats have got to get Hollywood in on it. That's and the Jews. We got to get the Hollywood and the, and Jews, the Jews. It's the same thing. The I don't know why I said two banks, things. That's the same the, thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the Rothschilds, if we get them involved, oh, Tom, we got to get the we, lizard people. Yeah, you got to do is you got to start, you got to start carving faces off babies. And the more you do that, the more people want minimum wage. I don't know. Do you know what I wonder, man? 
Shouldn't we get to referendums? Like, Man, oh, I wish. I right? wish. Shouldn't we float these things by? I don't really understand why we don't. And I and I say that with real sincerity. I don't really understand why some things are decided by referendum and other things. Yeah, I am not a law talking guy either, are, so I don't know. Are not? Either. Yeah. But it seems to me like, especially for things like Medicare for all, and shouldn't we poll the fucking people and do what the people want? Yeah. I mean, right. if, if you're my fucking I mean, representative. Fucking money. Yeah. Yeah. Shouldn't it's you fucking money, ask? Man. Yeah, like, fuck you. You get to make all the budgetary decisions. Make one decision. Ask us all in the country and see if all of us vote for it. Because the moment you fucking turn the lights off and everybody doesn't know who voted for what, yeah. let me tell you something, man. You know, it was a fucking heartbreaking thing I read today on, it was a, a tweet, and I don't remember where I saw it, but there was this heartbreaking thing I read today about this poor woman who, you know, she lost a child in a in a car accident and her husband, you know, she had a great job, a union job, and she they had money in the bank and they still uh uh they still had a huge debt that came up about it, and then the the medical bills got paid, and then they got pain and suffering for the loss of their child, and the medical bills, the medical company, the insurance company went after them for that pain and suffering and took it from them to pay the medical bills that they paid. So they took their pain and suffering money away. Like, I mean, like, like they got paid and it was a meager amount of money for losing a child too. It wasn't like a fucking, wasn't like a million dollars. It was a, like a hundred, it was under $200,000. You know, and that's only possible. And I, I only know this because I happen to have kids, but that's only possible because if you've got a kid, so like if I die tomorrow, my debts die with me. So if I die tomorrow, my wife doesn't have to pay any of my debts. That's not how it works. Yeah. She would have to pay my debts out of my estate if I had an estate. Sure. But my insurance, for example, is separate from my estate. So if I had if I had an insurance, she would get the insurance and she would not have to pay my debts from that estate. What's different about medical bills, interestingly, is as a parent, you have to basically say, I am accepting financial responsibility on behalf of this other person. Yeah. So because this person is little and they don't have income, then I have to sign off and say, I am accepting the financial burden of this care. And so that yeah. that financial burden shifts to me. So the kid fucking dies. Unlike with grownups, the bills don't die with them. That's so unbelievable. Right? Could you imagine how being a grieving parent I and then having not. to pay a bit? It's unbelievable. I, and then the fact, just uh, the very fact that you can't just spend time grieving and you have to be like, oh, guess what? I got to pay a bunch of bills. In a, in a civilized countries all over the world, they don't do that no, to you. No. But here in America, that happens to you. And there's a reason why a bunch of 69% of the people in this country want that. There's a reason why, Tom, there's a reason why 66% want minimum wage. Right now, currently, the minimum wage Yeah, because 66% of us are living on minimum wage. <laughs> man, no, you know, there's 1.6 million people in the United States right now that are on minimum wage right now. But there's, uh, I, I looked it up today, and the amount of people in the workforce that are that are working, it's 42% of American workers make less than $15 an hour. Holy 42% shit. of American workers. Holy shit, are make you less. Se- are you serious? I'm dead serious. Dead serious. Fucking they nearly half of us are making less than 50. Yeah. Oh my God. And then and then you've also got to consider that that stops right there, just like the poverty line. When we've talked about the poverty yep. line in the past, we're like, oh man, the poverty line stops there. It doesn't mean you're fucking rich the moment you cross that line. No, like it's not like $16 an hour and you're fucking living it up and buying fucking Bugattis. Yeah, you're still incredibly, you still have an incredible hard life, right? Right. 
if you're $1 over the poverty line, you still have an incredible hard life. If you're $1 over the earned income credit, you still have an incredibly hard life. If you're $1 over the, 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 the fucking minimum wage, it's not that it's fucking making your life super easy right? because you have a fucking extra dollar. Yeah. I mean, the amount of money, the, the amount of money that, that they're talking about here is with a, with a, with a full-time job, you're making uh, $31,200 a year at $15 an hour. If you're working full-time 40 hours a week. If you're working full-time yeah. 40 hours a week, that's $31. Now, the GOP is suggesting right now, because they're coming out with, they know that this, they know this is a fucking popular thing, yeah. right? So the GOP knows it's popular. So Cotton and Romney, they come up with their own upgrade to minimum wage to $10 an hour. Get now, the $10 fuck out of hour, here. $10 an hour is still well under what it would be for, for raised for inflation. 15, by the way, is well under what it should be for a raised for inflation a couple times throughout the, the life of the minimum wage. But that's only $20,000, $20,800 annually Ugh. if it's $10 an hour. $20,800. fucking ridiculous. It's unbelievable. And there's a guy by the name of Senator Thune. Did you see this this week when he when he tweeted out, Senator Thune said, he said, well, when I was in school, I You're was I was busting tables and I was making $6 an hour. Well, they did that for, they, they, they raised that up to look for how much that was for based on yep. inflation. It was $24 an hour yep. he was making back yep. then. And minimum wage back then was $2.65 an hour. And that's $10.63 an hour for inflation, which is still more than the Republicans want you to have. Right now. It's still more. Yep. It's still more. Yep. It's unbelievable. And the thing is, everybody's ship rises. We know this. In, the, in yeah. It's not like there are places where the minimum wage is $15 an hour and it did not cripple their fucking economies. It did not drive businesses into fucking poverty. Yeah. Because if, every, if, if I own a coffee shop, $15 an hour is a lot to pay my fucking employees. I actually, I get that. You're like a mom and pop coffee shop at 15 bucks, but you got to figure more people are buying your coffee now. You're gonna, your yeah. revenue is going to go up to cover that expense because more people have more expendable fucking income. The people who need it. Right. The people who will spend it the most the will people have are gonna more money. Buy coffee at my coffee shop. Make it more possible for me to pay my employees a living yeah. fucking wage. And if I am a if I am an employer that actually has fucking resources and I've got a bunch of people at $15, $16 an hour, all of a sudden, I've got to give all those people raises, right? Yeah. Because yeah. I'm paying the same as fucking folding sweaters part-time at the Gap. So I got to pay, give all those people raises. So everybody's ship rises, and not in an inflationary way. The Republicans will tell you that this just creates inflation, right? That this, this all this does is devalue the dollar. Everybody's ship goes up, and $15 simply becomes the same de facto amount. But study after study after study shows that that's just not true. What this does true, yeah. is it creates more economic churn. And economic yeah. churn at the lower and mid-level of the economy is the key to a robust middle class. We know it. It's the reason we have in America a middle class. We have a, an, an American middle class because in the 30s, 40s, and 50s, when our economy was really soaring and exploding and blowing up, we had a tremendous amount of consumer churn. And, the, yep. and, and that's what created the American were, middle yep. class. Yep, yep. And the one thing, the one argument I heard against it, which, which had a little sway with me was, 
This is going to affect single mothers more than it's going to affect other people because it raises the cost for childcare. Because a lot of the people in the childcare industry are making less than $15 an hour. And it's going to, because the average is about $11 an hour. That's about what they make. It's going to raise the cost of that up because they're going to have to pay for it. But then I just think to myself, well, that's why you need universal pre-K. Right. That's why you need that. You need the government to step in and do that. Because here's the thing, folks. We pay regardless, okay? Whether you're going to pay a little extra for your Starbucks, which you probably won't even notice, right? You probably won't notice the more you pay for your Big Mac, the more you pay for your Starbucks, the more you pay for your Culver's Butter Burger. Doesn't matter. All that stuff's going to be, you're going to have to pay a little extra for that. Maybe, maybe you'll notice it. But guess what? We fucking subsidize every one of those people who can't make ends meet right now. We pay them SNAP benefits. We pay for their COBRA insurance. We pay for all the stuff that we pay for all that. All that money is already coming out of the governmental. It's coming out of the governmental tit right now. You know what I mean? Like in the future, you're going to, instead of us paying for that with our tax dollars, you're going to let the corporations that, that make all this money chip in more by paying more wages and we're off the hook for it. Yeah. Well, it's like the, it's like the, it's like the Medicare for all thing. People are, oh, my taxes will go up. Yeah, but your fucking premiums will go away. 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 That's really yeah. far away. That's the yeah. place they should go. You spend a huge yeah. amount in premiums. We're not, we, they paint the issue as like, oh, you're, well, you know, if we do this, these other things are going to cost more. Yeah, but I'll get a raise. So, uh, okay, yeah. I'll have more money yeah. to spend. Right. So I'm, a, right. hey, man, I'd hate for that to have to have some more money. That would be yeah. shitty. And, you know, the other pieces of this article where they're talking about the other different things that they're thinking about doing, I know Biden is, is waffling on the canceling of student debt. Let me tell you, I've paid my fair share of student debt. I've paid a lot of money into student debt. I am still in student debt from college, okay? And I paid a lot of money into this system. If they did 10 or even if I was out of the bracket that said that I wasn't able to get it, I wouldn't care. I would want those people to get something off. You know what they could do? You know, another another option is, and I don't know why nobody has said this, just cancel the interest on it, right? Maybe I still have to pay it back, but make it so I don't have to pay interest on right. it at least. And then, you know, you don't lose that money. I'm still paying it back, but at least I'm making headway because right now I'm not making any headway. I'm still... I'm still not, um, you know, the amount of money I owe at the end of every year is comical in comparison every year. It's pretty much because the interest rate on it isn't high, but right. I'm not, I don't have hu- super high payments. And so, you know, it's, it's a long loan. I have this for a long time. Right. And so it's, it's a long loan. And Biden is talking about canceling $10,000 of student loan debt. Like he is, yeah, he's supporting yeah. that. And, and I will say like the studies show that that's, that's kind of a great amount. That's very yeah. doable as far as the economic impact. And that has a disproportionate canceling $10,000 worth of student loans means that, um, and there was, there was some, there's some numbers that came out recently about this that were interesting. So $10,000 is kind of a fucking butter zone. It's a really like, yeah, it'd be great if it was 50,000. It'd be great if it was just, you know, we should have fucking education that should just be fucking free. That's sure. what we should have. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. if we can't get that done and we get $10,000, that has a massive impact on primarily people of color and people of lower socioeconomic status, right? There's an enormous number of people who go to school and do not finish school. Those people still have student loan debt, but they're usually the ones with 10, 15, $20,000 worth of student loan debt and not 
50, 60, $100,000 with a student loan debt. Those people typically finish their education. People go to school for a short period of time and then for many number of reasons don't finish school. They're saddled with that debt without the corresponding increase yeah. in income that sure. comes with their education. We don't think about that. We think about an education as a completed task. And then once you complete your education, you have the benefit financially of getting the job that corresponds to the education. But so many people have eight, nine, 10, 11, $12,000 worth of debt that's crippling because they're working that $7 an hour minimum wage job yep. because they yep. had to drop out of school to support their fucking family, right? So it's a, it is a massive impact. $10,000 would have a massive economic impact on the most vulnerable, financially vulnerable people. Yeah. We should make that fucking happen. Like we should, there's no reason not to make that happen. There's a lot of progressive policies that they could enact that are, that are bipartisan progressive policies. They are bipartisan in the sense that there are plenty of people on the other side that would benefit just as well. And it's like we talked about with UBI. Yeah, yeah. When we had those conversations about UBI, we were both on the like, man, I don't know, because everybody hates welfare. But at the same time, if everybody's getting it, it's not welfare. Right. And some people see that and they think, wow, that's that's a big deal. And it changes people's lives. It would change people's there. There is some ways to change people's lives for the better. And they're bipartisan and they're ultra popular. And if you and I think if you put this, somebody's feet to the fire, you can get some of this stuff done. Or if you can't, you can at least force them to try to do it in the future if you can really turn it into a wedge issue. Yeah, yeah like the the... the Part of the reason this doesn't happen, Cecil, is that the Republicans and many of the fucking really moderate Democrats, they are not working for the constituent individuals. You're right. They You're are right. working for donors. So yep. it doesn't fucking make a lick of difference. They're working for their top 10%, man. That The Republican Party is about protecting the cash value of the working five, top five, six, two, three percent That's what they're there. In. That's what they're in it for. And they're working to make their fucking donors happy and to make fucking rich people happy. And the way that they do that is to fucking work up the yokels. And yep. they've as much as fucking said it, Trump as much as fucking said it, when he's like, I love the uneducated, yep. right? He yep. came out and said it. He basically said, I'm going to use uneducated people in order yep. to create a voting base of fucking ignorance in order to give my rich friends what they want. We're not giving poor people what they want. There's plenty of poor people on the right. Like your well, whole because point. because those- yeah because of those two two issues. You're right though, they do work for this. They work for a tiny percentage, Tom. They work for a tiny percentage of the people. But I think, you know, there are some people out there that keep on bringing this up. I, I mean, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez will not shut up about yeah. it. And she is and she's attacking people, not attacking, but she's certainly pointing out the the parts of the left that aren't agreeing with her and that are have bad arguments and she's doing a good job of it and i know there's others that are doing it too and we've got to amplify their voices and make sure that other people recognize that those are progressive policies that span republican and democrat there are progressives in the Dem in the republican party they exist man they want some of this shit in the immortal words of william wallace freedom I, I do, Cecil, I do want to take a quick shot at AOC, though, because when it was really cold in her home state of New York, she took a vacation down to Texas recently. Unbelievable, Tom. You know, and, and she, she I don't know if she had to bring family or, or what. I didn't see the text message exchanges, but, right, you know, yeah, she yeah, took yeah. that. That's she got tough. on an airplane and left the cold and the snow of New York in the middle of the winter yeah. to go to the beautiful, warm state of Texas. <laughs> 
She raised more money and did more. That was such a great thing to do. It was such an amazing thing. Such and a it's, great and it's thing one to of do. Those, and you know, whether it's done out of spite or not, it doesn't matter because it was good stuff. Right. <laughs> like, who yeah, cares? But that's the thing is that like, you can't show me the thing. See, so like, it's a great point, but you can't show me up in a, in a fucking like morality contest. If you're just, if everybody's doing the right thing. Yeah. If everybody's yeah. doing the right thing, then when I show up and do the right thing, it's not glaringly obvious that the other guy wasn't doing it. Like, that's all it takes. Like, what what did she do? Even if it was all strategy, like, what was the strategy? Well, she did the right thing right in front of she, me. Yeah, she made right me watch while face. she did what I supposed in to do. In my face. Yeah. <laughs> that guy showed up and he did my job. Dude, how how amazing is it that Ted Cruz's neighbors don't even like him and they, they leaked his shit? They're just like, I wonder if it's, is I wonder if it wasn't just a, like a text message if it was actually one of those because you could send little sound bites to people. So it's just, do you guys want to come with us in Cancun? Her fucking mom group hates her so much. It's, it's so, so great. Mean. Nobody so likes mean. them. It's so mean. That's how mean is that? Where These are the people she wanted to oh. vacation with. That means, I can't. Okay. What that means, Cecil, she has no close friends. She doesn't. She doesn't. She must not because there are people, there's only maybe, I would say maybe five different people in my life that I would be like, I would take a vacation with them. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's a small group yeah. and I certainly wouldn't text them and be like, yeah, why don't you come down to wherever the fuck we are in some weird place where we're right. going to be some far away place. I wouldn't text them to do that. I would, and she went out of it like, oh, it's, it's just so, great. so it's, delicious. Mm, it's mm, so delicious. Cecil, the people in my life that I would consider going on a vacation with, I could send an accidental dick pic to, right? And be like, <laughs> oopsie doopsie. And they'd be like, ribbing and, and teasing, be, right? Yeah. But it wouldn't yeah. be, I can send my bank statements to these people. Yep. Right? There's yep. no, yep. It, 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 it's complete trust. But the idea that it gets leaked right. to the press. The New York Times. Unbelievable. So I great. love that Ted Cruz came home and he's like, these people leaked. I'm so, I might feel so betrayed. Yeah, now he's saying like, and they're acting like, like get assholes. the fuck out of here. Now he's get saying the they're acting like assholes. Like, oh, they're being mean to me. Uh, Why is every, I mean to other people, but then they were mean back. He's such an asshole. I'm so happy. I'm so always so happy when he's in the news and getting fucking dragged to the mud. I'm always like, I'm always doing like little claps. I'm always like clappy, clappy, clappy because I just see his fat, ugly face getting dragged to the mud and I'm just happy. It's, I'm just happy. What what I do think is going to be wonderful this year because I, it's, I, I just think it's going to happen. I think it's already starting to happen is you've got all these like populist rabble rousing dipshits who think that they can do like Trump. And none yeah. of them will get the same bizarre Teflon grace that nope. Trump has been given. Nope. So nope. they're all going to like take this like flamboyant, belligerent, bellicose fucking attitude and they'll get a little traction from it. But inevitably they'll fuck up and there'll be a scandal. And unlike Trump, who's the only person for whom scandals somehow did not matter, it'll ruin all of them. It'll yeah. just ruin all of them one by one because they're though? all fucking dipshits. Do, do you know why though? Because Ted Cruz admitted it was a defeat, right? Yeah. Ted Cruz, Ted Cruz came back and because he's, I, you know, while I hate him, he's at least rational enough to know he got his ass kicked. Yes, true. He got dragged, true. right? Yep. Trump, 
instead would just be like, I never got dragged. What are you talking yeah, about? Right. No, I never happened. I never went to then Cancun. I, Cancun's not I even a place. I don't even know what you're talking about. I never heard of Cancun. I don't know what you're talking about. I was here the whole time passing. I was throwing fucking paper towels. I hurled what do you mean they don't need paper towels? Faces. What do you know? What do you mean they don't need paper towels? <laughs> but no, seriously, I, yeah. I hope of all the things that would make Texas blue is a blue Texas. Right? <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. of all the things. It's it's when it's it's when the weather map makes it blue, it turns blue. <laughs> it's like blue for real, you know. Bail. If I had to rank all the different types of bail, it would go like this. Number one, Christian bail. <laughs> Number two, hay bail. Hay bail is also a great way to greet Christian bail. <laughs> hay bail. <laughs> And in last place, jail bail. All right, this story comes from NPR.org. Uh, this is actually a reason to be proud of our home state, Cecil. Right. Really yes. proud. Illinois becomes really, yeah, first happy about this. state to eliminate cash bail. Illinois Governor Pritzker signed a bill on Monday that makes Illinois the first state in the country to abolish cash bail payments for jail release for people who have been arrested and are waiting for their case to be heard. This is, as the article notes, and has always been a poor people tax. Yep, that is what it is. is. This is a yep. poor people tax that sticks people in fucking jail until they fucking shell out some fucking money so they can go to trial. It is horrible. It is horrible. Yeah. And this, I, I do want to say too, this is the Illinois Pretrial Fairness Act. It's part of Illinois House Bill 3653. It's a whole criminal justice reform bill that Illinois passed. It's kind of fucking great. So like maybe some other states that aren't doing these things should pay attention. These should have always been minimum standards, right? It requires police body cams by 2025 on all officers. It requires police officers to be licensed by the state. Pause and think for a second that your police officers did not have to be licensed before yeah. that. That like if yeah. you're a fucking realtor, you have to get a license. You got to take a weekend class or two and you get a fucking realtor's license. Somebody hands you I a gun. I will sell this house today. Yeah. I will sell this house today. <laughs> That's what you do. You just go there and I will beat clean this house. man today. I will beat this man to death. <laughs> That's true, though. It is. That's the same. Well, and then, to well, be honest, that's what Pritzker said, though. Yeah. He didn't say I beat this man to death. What he did say was, he said, this is protest to legislation. It's essentially protest to legislation. It 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 started in the streets, and yep. now there are there's a movement out there to stop some of these horrible things that we have going that are literally just punishing black and brown and poor communities. Yep. The, the licensing thing, here's why the licensing thing is so great. If I'm a shithead cop and I have my, my be a cop license and I go out and I beat the shit out of somebody, but I'm still protected because, you know, the, the law actually has a lot of very significant protections against the police. I can still have my license revoked. And if I have my license revoked, what that prevents is me just saying, fine, I got fired from this community. I'm going to go be a cop in the next community over, yep. which happens all the fucking All the time. Time. All the time. But now the state can strip that person of their license, rendering them unable to work in the state anymore as a cop. And it also would create a database, a state database that, you know, maybe if I'm in the fucking great state of, I almost said Indiana and great state together. If I am in oh, the garbage so meth state of Indiana <laughs> and somebody's like, hey, I want to be a cop in your horrible, horrible, horrible 
horrible cesspool stink state <laughs> of wretchedness and despair. Maybe India. And then you look at him and you say, why? <laughs> why though? Why on earth would you want to be here? Why right? would you? Uh, are you made of meth? Like what is happening what? in your life right now? It makes you, are you a meth snowman? Right. I don't understand why you're here. You want to be a cop? Do you like the smell of pastures and Fuck. meth? I don't understand. Who immigrates to fucking Indiana? <laughs> Who looks at a fucking map of the United States and is like, okay, I didn't either throw an errant dart yeah, or, or lose, lose a bet. bet, and I ended up in Indiana. Lose <laughs> a bet is the way you do it. Yeah. Or you lose your job as vice president. Those oh, are the it. only other that's ways it. that you wind up back in Indiana. Yeah. But yeah, cash yeah. bail, man, It's that's fucking awful, and it's over. The only bail you have to post now is if it's like a violent felony or murder or domestic. Yeah. Yeah, and, and cash bail is, is a way in which to convince poor people to plea bargain. It is a it is a way to relieve the courts of a burden of trying these people actually. Yep. Right? It basically creates a streamline for these people that don't want to spend the the 2 years in jail to plea bargain. Yep. So they go to them and they say Look, you could either spend as much time as it takes for you to prove yourself innocent because that's what it is, yep. Yep. right? We have to remember that we have a system here in this country that says you are proven innocent until you're proven guilty, right? You're innocent until proven guilty. We have that system here, but that's not how it works. Nope. We keep you in jail which essentially proves is proving you guilty all the time until you what? can prove you you're in innocence? jail if you weren't guilty, Cecil. That's exactly. how outrageous thing to think. And then and then they look at the judge, and the judge says something to the effect of, Well, you could either go back to this holding pen or go to, you know, some horrible county jail or city jail for X amount of time until we can hear and try your case, or I can give you time served and a felony or whatever, you know? And then the, th what are you taking? Right. And then you don't realize the impact that these things have on your future, the criminal record that's going to give you, it's going to keep you in, in a, in a place where you could possibly never, ever get out of a poverty. Because the thing is, is if you couldn't afford the $500 bail now, you're not going to afford it with a criminal record. No, it's not like nope. that's going to make your life no, better right? after you get out. It's not going to improve your chances of getting a job or doing any of these things. And so we're creating, uh, we're just basically creating a poor factory. Yeah, we're creating That's desperation. all it is, it's just over yeah. and over and over. And I thought, I saw this interesting study where they had um, uh, a, a company, not a company, a nonprofit. They went out of their way to collect money to pay for people's bail, right? They had a bail fund where people would donate and then they would go to anybody who needed it, could send them a message and then they would pay, they would post their bail. Now, the argument that a lot of these people have is that if they don't have your money, you don't have any skin in the game, you're going to skip bail, right? That's the, that's the, that's sure, the argument right, that, right. that that's, that's what the, that's the reason why it exists is because it's trying to get you to go back to court. 90% of the people whose bail they gave came back. 90% yeah, with no skin in the game at all. No skin in Someone the game else's whatsoever. Someone else's skin, yeah. Only under 5% of the people that they've bailed out of jail were actually convicted of a crime. 
all the rest of those people weren't even guilty. Got let off. All the rest of those people because we didn't have the evidence because we just arrest people and then we hold them. Yeah. And just being arrested, like we, a couple of things to think about too. Just, I I can't imagine, I thought about myself. Like I I am, I am the, the sole breadwinner for my family. If I got arrested and thrown into jail and for whatever reason, I couldn't make bail. My job does not have to keep employing me and many will not. Right. So I get thrown into jail. It's not like, oh, I get thrown into jail and I am the only one who suffers deprivation. My family no longer has the benefit of my fucking income anymore. So how how are my wife and kids supposed to support themselves with no notice? All of a sudden, I'm just blink of an eye gone. And I'm just, I'm in jail for however long and I lose my job. So I have no job to fucking come back to even if I'm, you know, found not guilty. We, we, we are supposed to have a right to a speedy trial in this country, but the reality is we don't. People get thrown in county jails and they sit and fucking languish and they languish sometimes for years before their trial comes up, for literal years before their trials come up. So just getting found not guilty of a crime or acquitted of a crime because of the bail system does not mean that your life isn't ruined. Doesn't mean that you didn't lose your job yeah, and, pro- right. you know, lose your job. Right, you're fucking right, maybe you're right. lose your spouse who doesn't want to fucking right. wait for two years or get killed in prison. People yep. die in fucking prison all the yep. time. Not prison, in jail. Or they get or fucking they kill COVID. Themselves. Or they, yeah, they kill themselves. I can't imagine the despair I would feel. Yeah. I can't imagine getting, if I got thrown in jail tomorrow, the lives it would affect would fucking ripple and ripple and ripple. And that's true of so many people. It's true of so many people. Yeah, it's absolutely. And it, and cash bail is one of those systems that we have in place. You know, the, the, the reason why it's, it's, it was even implemented back in the day was it was, it was implemented in a way to make sure that you came back. Like you said, like we said, came back to, to jail, but it was also a case-by-case basis, right. right? So they would look at you and they would say, how much can you afford? And then they would charge you that so you could actually get out of jail and then you would come back, presumably, because it was a lot of money to you. Right. And so a lot of money to you is different from a lot of money from somebody on the West Side, which is different from somebody in Lincoln Park, which is different from somebody uh, in Logan Square, which is different in so- than somebody in the South Loop. It's different all over because everybody has different different levels of income. And so, and they're in different classes. You know, you get somebody who might have to pay a million dollars and that might not be a big deal to them, right? right? There could be a possibility where it's not a big deal to them. But then there's other people where the, you know, $50 is too much. People can't make $500 bail all the time. That happens and they stay in jail because their family cannot scrape that together. They can't get that money together. And, you know, I know that there's going to be people out there that'll say, well, you know, you might just be letting somebody out who doesn't, you know, who might who might be guilty of a crime. That's the risk of living in a free society, mm-hmm. folks. That's what the risk is, right? We have to presume people are innocent before they are proven guilty. We can't just think they're guilty and hold them. Nope. That's literally against the constitution, yeah. man. It's a real, like it's literally against all of the things that we think. It's 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 anti- it's the antithesis of a free society. When you immediately presume guilt and you say, "Well, there's a di- there's a chance that person is bad." This is a minority report, yeah. man. <laughs> we're not we're not pre-deciding if people are guilty exactly. or not. Exactly. We're not, we're yeah, not floating can't. in a fucking sensory deprivation tank exactly. and dreaming our way through our justice yeah, system. Yeah. You can't do that yeah. to people. You don't you, if you don't and there's a there's a there's a great way to figure this out. And it's 
make sure that there is a hearing for people you want to keep. And now that hearing has to happen right away and there has to be evidence to keep them in jail. There has to be, it's not just hearsay evidence. It's not just garbage evidence. It has to be real evidence to keep somebody in. You have to have something like, yeah, the guy who just carjacked five people that the police followed around with their fucking light on him and their camera and the news crews are right. following and he hijacks five or six cars trying to get away thinking this is GTA 5. Yeah, that guy's probably not getting out of jail. But petty drug crime? Yep. You got to pay $500 for a petty drug Which crime? Which is almost all of it. And this, yeah. ba- this, this bill specifically carves out violent offenses and domestic abuse. Yeah. It specifically carves those things out. So- Bail reforms in New Jersey and Washington, D.C. have showed that the elimination of cash bail had little to no increase in crime. Yeah. So. Yeah. They've done this in other places. They've done this in other, on a smaller scale in in certain cities. And there has not been an impact on crime. So it's fucking fear tactics, man. It's that, it's that like, oh, what if we let a, you know, rapist out? Well, rape's a violent crime. We're not letting rapists out. We're letting some fucking dime bag guy out. And here's the thing, rape rapists are out right now. Right. Yeah, true. Right? They're out right now. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we but this is a minority report. Yep. So I can't put them away unless they do something that we catch them doing. Yep. And the police are notoriously bad at catching people doing stuff. <laughs> they are. What they are good at is convincing you to do it, un- convincing you to cop to a plea under duress. Yep. That's, that's what, what they're, they're good really at. good at. Yep. That's what they're really yep. good at and that's what they get. That's what they get with this yeah. system. They don't get it the other way. Yeah. And so it's a it's super important. You know, it's a law coercion well, system. It really is. It really is. And and so the other thing that happens too is that there's a big huge industry in bail bonds. And bail bonds is a predatory industry. Predatory against people of color people of low income because they charge you interest on this yep. stuff. Yeah, you might not have five. It's a fucking, it's the same thing as a, a fucking Payday loan. check cashing yep. place or whatever. Yep. The low, or it's a fucking car loan place. That's what fucking bail bonds yep. is. It's just a way to get you to fucking have to pay money you don't fucking Absolutely. have Absolutely. Absolutely. That's all. is a ringing fucking blood from a stone every fucking day. And they got a huge fucking lobby here and they got a ton of people that love them and they get a bunch of people. But here in, 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 in Illinois, evidently, they didn't have enough power to swing their dick and stop this. It's a, and so it's huge. It's huge for them. Bully for that. Bully for fucking yeah. Illinois, man. Yeah. I, I'm I, I'm proud of us. I How am proud of us How often do we get too. to say that? I'm proud of I us. I know. I'm proud of us too. I'm happy. I, when I saw that this week, I was gleeful. Yep. It's a really big deal. Since I was a child, I've been naturally inquisitive. As I grew, I poured countless hours into a number of conspiracy theories. Some of these theories I believe and some of these theories I don't. But some of them I do. And lately, I've been wondering, is there a secret race of reptile people controlling our governments and enslaving humanity? We'll see. Sister comes to the New York Times, behind the Nashville bombing, a conspiracy theorist stewing about the government. So the, the Nashville bombing, they, they pretty quickly figured out that it was Anthony Warner. But more details have come out about who this guy is. And Cecil, like, threw this story in here because no shit, this guy was motivated in part by David fucking Ike. Reptile people. We, Reptile people, I, Tom. I, I, I have to say this. I have to say this. This is why it, is, it has never, the subject of fucking reality has never fucking mattered as much as it does right now. Right now. Right, right now. now. Yeah. We, we are at a place, David Ike, we read David Ike three years ago 
on a lark as a fucking joke because there's a there's a threshold and David Icke is the I mean, like he's that threshold where if you read this out loud and you don't say this is crazy, there's nothing left that you'll say that's too crazy for. We we that was a fucking poll the audience. What's the craziest thing we can read? Right. And that's what came back. Not just a tiny few amount of people that resoundingly came back to us. And and we're at a place where the reptile people shit is mixed in with the QAnon shit, which is mixed in with white supremacy, which is fucking dabbled in with fucking Trumpism, which just yeah. stormed the fucking Capitol. And we which are just anti-vax. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, uh, yeah. and we're, we're at a place where you can't say something anymore. This is actually important to me. Like you can't say something anymore that sounds too crazy to be believed. We're, we're post- we're in a post-reality moment. And if we continue down the path of accepting what a world that is a post-truth, post-reality moment looks like, we are fucking doomed. We are fucking, we are, just call the whole thing off. Just call the whole fucking thing off. Reality has to matter. We have to come back to reality. We have to come back to, that's so crazy, it's not worth talking about. There have to be things that we have to get away from this idea that that um, all opinions matter and everything's equally valid and they we're just talking and you know, all that reality has to matter. Telling me that fucking space aliens that live in our, look like our bodies and they're reptilians and they're from a constellation of stars with monoatomic fourth energy gold or whatever, if, if I can't, if you say that and it doesn't sound so insane that that believing it beggars the imagination, that there's no difference between the fiction section and the nonfiction section anymore. We've yeah, we've just yeah. we just mixed all the pages together and we're fucked, man. We are absolutely fucked. Because I'll tell you what, there are people who know what reality is and they will use this. Yeah. They will yeah. use these people. Well, I mean, we we can scroll back to last week when we were talking about the death of that horrible human being, Rush Limbaugh. Yes, yeah. And Rush Limbaugh flirted with dozens of shitty conspiracies throughout his time. Yeah, He was a birther. He was a birther, man. Yeah. He pushed that narrative. He pushed that narrative like crazy. Birtherism birtherism is a racist, shitty narrative to make it look like somebody doesn't deserve a position that they have because they're not from here. They need to go back where they yeah. came from. It's Dude. a fucking 100% yep. race. Dude, he he denied up until his dying day the reality of smoking's ties to lung cancer. He died of lung cancer still smoking. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Well, we were talking about a guy who has... What? But, but trust me, Rush knew all the fucking problems with that. Yeah. He knew it. He knew all the problems with birtherism too. Yeah. Rush was smarter than that. Rush knew that yeah. stuff. He knew it. He didn't believe birtherism. No. He knew it was an awesome way to yep. discredit somebody he didn't like. So he used it. And it's because, you know, all that stuff opened up, you know, all the different uh, types of news and, and information opened up with the changing of the fairness doctrine, right? With that sort of thing, yeah. when that yeah. happened, that's how Rush got his start. And and that sort of thing is is where there's, a, there's some way for people to say, no, this is true and this is not true and you can't push the boundaries outside of truth. Well, we've seen what happens when you take the regulator off of that for too long. There's just truth 
Truth needs to have some sort of regulation, some sort of regulator yeah. valve on it. It's got to have There's got to be something there. Yeah. Because right now, what we're seeing is tons of people, not just, and this is not a small amount of people, man. The reason why we read that book and laughed about it, because we thought it was a tiny amount of people believed it. There's a guy who made a bomb big enough to blow up part of Nashville who believed yep. it. Yep. He was willing to blow himself up. He you killed know? himself. He ended his own life in the fervent belief in complete bat shit fucking crazy nonsense the yep. the capital was stormed by a yes, bunch of people who believe theorists. in bat yes. shit crazy nonsense you know, one of the tools that we have to continue to use and we have to continue to push is lawsuits man we talked about yeah. this a few weeks ago on the show lawsuits we got to sue those fuckers sue all that nonsense all that fucking garbage purveying it can't be silly fun times anymore Things yeah. have gotten serious. Bombs are going off. You know, like the the the, the uh, uh, Merrick Garland, the Attorney General of the United States, he rose to prominence because he was a lead investigator and prosecutor after the Timothy McVeigh bombing in Oklahoma City. That's where he cut yeah. his fucking teeth. And the reason that he was nominated as Attorney General is because domestic terrorism, that's Americans killing other fucking Americans is by a court, according to all of our uh, national agencies, security agencies, that's our number one threat. That is, and it is yeah. existential. It is an yeah. existential threat. Yeah. And underlying all of that is a reality crisis. We have a reality crisis right now. And the tools yeah. that we have available to us to dement reality are incredibly powerful. They are more powerful than we are individually. Collective action has to be taken. I'll tell you, that fucking Dominion voting systems, they are going after every single one of those people that promoted those lies. Good. Every single one, and they are going to fucking take so much money from those places. They're going to, I can't imagine them not winning. Because, you know, you, you know that they got all those tapes, and yep. you know that they have access to all those tapes through... I'm sure through the moment you call a lawsuit and you ask them to produce that stuff, I'm sure that there's there's got to be some, some way that they have process, to produce yeah. it, right? So yeah, where they have to produce it. And so all that stuff has to be produced. And suddenly all that stuff starts getting produced. You start seeing these hosts dancing and stepping over lines. Yep. Even you're the, not gonna, they're not, you're not gonna survive yeah, it. Even the cost of defending those lawsuits is gonna be yeah. crippling. Just yeah. crippling. Yeah, they're going to, those those people are going to have a real hard time. That one fucking wacko pillow guy made a whole documentary this last week. Did he really? A couple of weeks ago, he made a whole documentary, Tom, about how the voting systems. He's still he literally, pushing I mean, that shit? He's still pushing oh it and he's going to get, I mean, they're going to. They're going to take gonna all take his take pillows. His pillows. <laughs> they're going to make, they're going to make a pillow fort and they're going to make him stay in it forever. Do you think like, he you thinks this is a pillow big fort. pillow fight? I don't know. <laughs> He's swinging his my pillows around. He's got a pair of nunchuck right? pillows. He's like, what a oh, <laughs> never bring a deposition to a pillow fight, bitches. <laughs> Misophonia warning. Skip one minute and three seconds to avoid. Oh, hi, everyone. This stuff is awesome. But this stuff is spiced up. The bedroom is even better. So that's almost anyone I am for 50% off. And then... I have really loads on the free stuff. I do offer code GLORY at checkout and get 10 tantalizing free gifts. I'll check the item for him 
a special item for her. And a third item, you're welcome. Anyway, I'm sick for spicy movies. Movies. Plus free shipping. That's glory. G-L-O-R-Y. Alpha Club Glory. Let's check out. At adamandeve.com. Mmm. Watermelon is good. What? Ah, uh, Kevin. Why? You've betrayed my trust. Babe, it's just a little bit of porn. No one ever... I don't care that you are yanking it in a shower. Savage yourself all you want. Do not touch my lineup. This is a Shiba bowl, babe. Are those are sandwich bags? Yeah. They work so good. My whole life is cursed. So is it weird if I finish? So this story comes from People.com. Mom who makes $150,000 a month from OnlyFans says Catholic school expelled her three sons because of her page. So, I mean, this is just like one of those like milk toast Catholics can't stand sexuality and want right. to punish women stories, right. right? Right. The best part about this story for me, though, and the reason I put it in the notes is because the way that it was found, right, is some dad was trolling around, jerking off to her OnlyFans, and then was like, wait a minute, haven't I seen that woman in the carpool? And then- Wouldn't that be hilarious? I know you from somewhere. Right? <laughs> you look familiar you and your hand somewhere. just starts drifting south, like, like automatically. Oh. So some God. dad, some dad is on OnlyFans, right? Uh, from the school, yeah. and he finds her on OnlyFans, and it's like, wait a minute, I know her from the fucking PTA or whatever. And then he goes to his wife. And I have to just wonder, like, all right, I am outraged. <laughs> I am. Honey, honey, come in here. I was jerking off to OnlyFans. <laughs> and you know what? It's it turns probably- out it's the mom down the street and not. Did you know these people are real people? <laughs> honey, these are real people that I've been jerking off to. What? Hold on. Uh, did I say me? I meant Bill down the street told me yeah, that uh, she's on OnlyFans. Well, I was doing a research project. <laughs> you, uh, yeah, exactly. A, oh, I was just a uh, social experiment. You know, <laughs> it's weird because I saw her there and then someone had mentioned it on her Facebook. Well, I don't know how we're Facebook friends. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't look at my phone. <laughs> oh, Jesus. It's so amazing. You know, and it's so funny too because it's that weird repressed shit that's, that fucking only Catholics can do wrong. You know, like Catholics do it so wrong, so bad all the time where they're just in back diddling boys saying she posed with a, with a completely dressed and only, and her cleavage was showing. Get her out of right? here. Get her out of what? here. What? Human sexuality. That's for the uh, kids. Wait, wait, oh, uh, yeah. uh, I didn't say that. I see dirtier pictures on adult swim. Get the <laughs> hell out of here. <laughs> This is a J.C. Penny catalog level. It totally is, man. It's J.C. Penny. It's not even. There's no boobies. There's the, yeah, there, it's a, according to the article. She has a handful of tasteful nudes, but nothing even pornographic. She's it's making a boudoir a, photo. What? Yeah, exactly. It's, it's the boudoir photos that people yep. do. It's like it's 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 commonplace. Yes. This is this is not. You're gonna get, you're gonna kick three kids out of school. Well. Nah, mom's hot, so the kids can't go to school. What? The, wait, say okay. that out loud? Patreon goal, what level to get 
Ian to do a boudoir shoot. Oh, for fuck. Oh, I'm, can I be a patron of our own show? <laughs> what level do we got to do? What level? Ian, Ian, Ian you got to chime in, in, buddy. Ian, chime in and tell us what level you need full to be at shoot, for buddy. you to do a full boudoir shoot. I want shoot. poses. We will, I'll, I'll pay for the wardrobe too. <laughs> He's got some weird thing with him and a microphone and a soundboard. And, a, and he's got a bustier on. Oh, oh good God. stuff. Good stuff. No. Okay, maybe. Like 6,000 an episode. So we want to thank our patrons. Of course, we want to thank all our patrons. We want to thank our newest patrons, Julie Thad, my least favorite patron, Dan, non-binary Omnisexual, satanic socialists in Republican clothing. That is fucking baller. <laughs> is that khakis? Is that what that means? <laughs> Christopher, <laughs> Dr. Bitch, the bitch doctor, Heather, and Cheryl, thank you so much for your generous donations. We really Dr. Bitch, really the bitch doctor do is great. Truly appreciate it. You guys are the guys who pay Ian's salary. You you help us pay for all the expenses that come with with uh, paying for a podcast to get it to you easier. And uh, and more frequently, so thank you so much for your generous donations. Uh, we can't do the podcast without you. Uh, if you were on the fence about being a patron, we ask you to become a patron if you enjoy the show. We got a message from uh, from Craig, and Craig sent in an image we're going to post on this week's show notes. This image is uh, pretty funny. It's one of those cartoons. Good little cartoon. It's a great, silly little cartoon. cartoon. We're it's post on this week's yeah. show notes. Thank you, Craig. I liked it. Got a message from Leon, and Leon says, "Hey, I, you know, I heard you guys talking about that." Colorado City, Texas guy. I feel like putting this guy in the limelight isn't the best idea. The guy's a nobody. He was a mayor of a city less than 5,000 people. Um, you know, why? Uh, uh, he says, basically, you're just giving this guy a limelight. What do you guys think? And uh, I want to say a couple of things. The first is, um, you know, I don't think that his position is different from many people on the far right. I don't think his position is one of those positions that's so alien that it's a joke. I, in fact, think his position is way more mainstream with people on the right than, than we would give it credit for. I think there's a lot of bootstrappers on the right that think that no one owes you anything and, you know, oh, gosh, your oh, poor baby, your heat went off and then they'll, they don't give a shit about you or, oh, your pipes froze. Well, you should have had fucking homeowner's insurance. That's your fault. You know, oh, you did you you didn't have what warm clothes? Well, you got to be prepared. That's your fault. I don't think that that's an alien belief. Right. I don't think that's a, such a strange belief nope. that calling attention to something so stupid is a bad thing. No, I don't either. And this story also, like, it it, it got national attention, so we didn't amplify yeah. it. Um, and and I think right. to your point, it's it, it's important because it's emblematic of the callousness of the Republican mindset. Um, so no, Tom and I actually disagree. <laughs> like we, we yeah. genuinely disagree. And this happens with a lot of things. Like, like there's we have a bigger audience than a lot of the people we play clips right. for. But we don't play their clips because we think that they are saying that they are saying something that you know is so funny or so unique. Instead, we think that the problem is, is that these voices are actually echoing what all the large voices right. are echoing. They're just saying it with a less of a filter, right? So these all these people and the, all the Republicans in Congress would never say what this mayor said, but they all in some way yep. believe it and do 
do and enforce policies and create rhetoric that Absolutely. matches it. They're just not saying, they're saying it with a little mm-hmm. less of a filter. That's all. Got an image. This is from Seth and it is about the Texas uh, cold snap. It's and It's great, very funny. Actually. It's a, uh, uh, what was that, that show? 70s 70 70 something? Yeah. That 70 show? Yeah. That 70 show? Yeah, it's a that 70 show image. <laughs> this is great. This is from Lucky. Lucky McChancy sent this in. Great name. Uh, this is an image of Ted Cruz, his statement from his Mexico trip. So fucking amazing and funny. You're going to want to find really it. It is really good. It took me a minute. See, slide explain it to me. Find it's it great. on this week's show notes 566. We got a message from Mary and Mary said, you know, just wanted to thank you guys for explaining that, you know, Texas isn't built for the cold. And then Mary went on to explain that there's so many other things that, you know, that, that, you know, we're not down there, so we don't know, but, you know, uh, toilet bowl water freezing in the toilet. There's, uh, they don't own any kind of heavy clothing that some people don't own. And some, and none of the thrift stores have any of that secondhand gear. Even regular stores aren't stocked with cold weather gear. They just don't have it. And, you right. know, so it's, it's a, it's a very bad their house, somebody's house she knew was averaging 28 degrees until her power came on 50 Ugh. hours later, 50 hours. Yep. And Tom, did you see the people? Cause they have this weird fucking rootin' tootin' system for you to get your heat and shit. Some people had $16,000 heating bills. Electric bills. Yeah. 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 It's crazy. I it's, it's after the deregulation it allows you to buy your energy from any number of energy suppliers and you can gamble. Some people choose to get a fixed rate on their wattage, but other people, yeah. they roll the dice and they have basically a, yeah. uh, a, 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 a price that's based on, you know, that yeah. fluctuates based on, on demand and yeah. an adjustable rate. Yeah. You know? And I mean, I, they kick the fucking thing so, up through the roof. $16,000. That's a, I'm the, I'm the guy, I'm it's the gouging. man in falling down at a $16,000 bill. I'm, 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 yeah. I'm leaving my car in the middle of the road. I'm getting a shotgun. <laughs> I'm going to walk up the street. I'm right. going to find who I, yep. I would be so radicalized by that. Yep. That's insane. That is absolutely insane. The governor did say like, we're going to fix that. Like we're, we're just, yeah. that's not going to, people are not going to have to still, pay that. Man. It's straight up gouging. How is that different like, how yeah. is that different than during a crisis, you can't, like, kick the cost of bottled water up? Like, that's yeah. not allowed. Like, you can't, you even because you, you'd you be selling, you know, in the middle of a hurricane or some shit, you'd be selling fucking bottles of water for 20 bucks to thirsty people. It's illegal. Yeah. Gouging like that yeah. in a crisis is illegal. So it's going to it's gonna yeah. end up getting kicked back for the same reason. A uh, bunch of people sent in messages for uh, when I talked about Zenny last week, and I don't remember if I talked about it on the on the on the stream or if I talked about it in the show. But uh, I talked about how I went to the eye doctor, and the eye doctor I had to pay an, an exorbitant amount of money to the eye doctor, and uh, and I was complaining about how much I had to pay and how they wouldn't give me my pupillary distance because it's a it's a key stat you need in order to. Uh, get your glasses online, you need a pupillary distance. Well, a bunch of people said there's apps that you can go to. Costco can do your your thing and ask. You can ask for the pupillary distance if you get an eye exam there. A bunch of other people sent in a bunch of different messages. Um, you know, you can go to, like, like I said, there's apps and other things. And also, I guess you could do it if you have a buddy. There's like ways you could do it with a friend. And so there's a whole bunch of ways to do it. Uh, it turns out when I went to go pick my glasses up though, Tom, 
another person was working the desk and I asked again and they gave it to yeah. me. So I tricked him. <laughs> I tricked him, Tom. I don't know how I did it. You got it. But I tricked him. You got one over I tricked on him. him somehow. I got one over on him. But you know that I I was able to get my pupillary distance because I I asked twice. I asked when I got I asked so when ridiculous. I had my eye exam made, and the lady who did it said no, we don't give it out. And then when I came back to pick my glasses up, the receptionist who I think doesn't care was just just told me, right. so it didn't matter to her. But it mattered. It must have mattered to the eye doctor, so they they didn't want to give it to me. So, but uh, but yeah, thank you everybody for sending those in, and uh, yeah, I, I wish we could. Uh, we actually were approached a couple times by either Zenny or Warbly Parker or something, yeah. and then they never bought ad space, space yeah. on our ad space. But we were approached a couple times. So I would totally advertise um, for Zenny. I, I genuinely like I them. I'm wearing their glasses now. <laughs> send, send a message to Libsyn right. guys and tell them that we would be a great advertiser <laughs> for Zenny. Send a message, but Libsyn never picks us because they, they just, just don't we, ever pick we, us. Because we're the glory hole show. That's yeah, why. all right. That's a sound bad. <laughs> That's a fair, fair. Tom, this message is from Garrett and Garrett wants to know how you can work with people that might have very, very different opposing political views from you. Yeah, I think there's, there's two options and two ways to deal with it. And it really depends on what the power structure is. So um, if you're the boss, then you just put a rule in place that says we don't talk about politics at work. It's, 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 it's very simple. If you're in charge, if they're your subordinates, you just put a blanket policy in place that says, hey, you know, we don't talk about religion. We don't talk about politics. Those things are off the table. You know, let's keep a civil workplace. Those things are divisive issues. They have no space here. It's harder when it comes from your superiors. So if your superiors are the ones that initiate this conversation, um, you're just going to have to suck it up. There isn't anything you can do about it. I am in that situation from time to time. Um, boss's boss and I have very different political leanings. Occasionally he'll say things that in other contexts I would object to vociferously, but he keeps my lights on. So I don't yeah. say shit. And that's a bite your tongue moment. And there's really yeah. not anything else you can do. So that is going to wrap it up for this week. Be sure to join us next week uh, on our live stream. Remember, we live stream every week and uh, we're getting messages from people saying they're actually enjoying the live streams quite a bit. Uh, lots of fun. So uh, so check them out. You can go to YouTube, Facebook, Twitch, uh, Twitter, and you can watch them. And you can also watch them after they're over. So the videos exist on those platforms after those, those shows go down. So you can watch them after they're over. You can also subscribe to our clip channel. Our clip channel, we clip out all of our shows each week. So if you don't want to watch all the whole live stream, you could just watch a specific portion of it that, that gets your interest. If you wanted to watch the Rick Wiles portion this week, it'll be clipped out. If you wanted to watch our Rush Limbaugh portion from last week, you could watch that portion because it's already clipped out on our clip channel. Uh, you can always find our clip channel. Uh, hopefully, I'll have Ian try to link it somewhere. I'm going to have Ian try to link it in the notes, but then also have Ian just try to link it in general on our page somewhere. So I'm going to have him put you know, you can go to the clip channel or go to the regular YouTube. I'll have him link to that somewhere. I'll see if I can make him do that soon. And so you should be able to find it pretty easy. Uh, the shit, the clip channel is called the money shot clips, but there should be a link to it in this week's show notes. I'll try to remind Ian. Uh, but yeah, definitely subscribe and uh, share those videos with people. So that's going to wrap it up for this week. We're going to leave you like we always do with the skeptics creed. Credulity is not a virtue. It's fortune cookie cutter, mommy issue, hypno Babylon bullshit. 
couched in scientician double bubble toil and trouble, pseudo quasi alternative acupunctuating pressurized stereogram pyramidal free energy healing water downward spiral brain dead pan sales pitch late night info docutainment. Leo Pisces, Cancer Cures, Detox, Reflex, Foot Massage, Death and Towers, Tarot Cars, Psychic Healing, Crystal Balls, Bigfoot, Yeti, Aliens, Churches, Mosques and Synagogues, Temples, Dragons, Giant Worms, Atlantis, Dolphins, Truthers, Birthers, Witches, Wizards, Vaccine Nuts, Shaman Healers, Evangelists, Conspiracy, Doublespeak, Stigmata, Nonsense. Expose Your Signs. Thrust your hands, bloody, evidential, conclusive. Doubt even this. The opinions and information provided on this podcast are intended for entertainment purposes only. All opinions are solely that of Glory Hole Studios, LLC. Cognitive dissonance makes no representations as to accuracy, completeness, currentness, suitability, or validity of any information, and will not be liable for any errors, damages, or butthurt arising from consumption. All information is provided on an as-is basis. No refunds. Produced in association with the local Dairy Council and viewers like you.